Hey everybody, welcome to another Community Pulse podcast. Uh, my name is PJ Haggerty, I go by Asplenic on Twitter. And I'm Jason Hand, I am at Jason Hand on Twitter. And we are here with Justin Reese from Code and Supply at the Uptime Conference in Pittsburgh. Uh, Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, uh, I go by Justin X Reese on Twitter to match you guys. But uh, I basically try to make a living out of doing community things. So I run this conference today that we're at, Uptime. Uh, last year we did a conference called Abstractions. And then during the month, or during the rest of the year, I'm running you know, 12 events each month, just getting people to uh, give technical presentations, act together, um, or just improve themselves somehow in the software field. Um, also, uh, which we just talked about at the conference, is we have our own scholarship fund. And so, you know, just trying to make people's lives better in the software world somehow. Now, so, I was going to say those 12, you said 12 events per month. Mm -hmm. So what, what are those events like? or What, what are you trying to accomplish with that many um, per month? Yeah, so I, we do, Codensupply has become like a central force to a lot of this community. So um, the topic specific events will be under our banner, hosted at our workspace. Um, we have, you know, the Python group and we have a thing called chapters, which is about um, web standards. And um, then we have our own general program, which is uh, just any lecture that we feel that would fit or any um, social event or we do this thing every month called uh, Build Night, which is just a cooperative uh, work night together where everyone brings projects, we get food, and see what happens. Very cool. Very cool. So it, it seems like Code and Supply is kind of, uh, you know, most cities have, have meetups and they have events, but they might not all be correlated or, or, or coordinated by one single entity. But Code and Supply seems to be more of like an umbrella structure mm -hmm. that says we want to take care of tech in our city, so that's what we're going after. Yeah, and I kind of say, like, maybe it's like a framework um, where we provide infrastructure to people that want to talk about, like, closure or something. Because um, maybe there's not enough people to get a closure meetup going immediately, mm -hmm. but maybe there's enough people to do a one-off event or, you know, just get to know each other through uh, hack nights. Um, and then that relationship can grow. So um, hopefully, uh, you know, we provide everything those communities need without the risk or we empower them to also be stronger than they would be if they tried to do it on their own. Um, we uh, used the money from abstractions last year, our conference, to get our own workspace. So basically, we're one of the few meetups in the world that has its own actual <laughs> office that mm -hmm. we can host events at. Very cool. Um, and we just, uh, you know, that means they never have to look for space and they don't have to look for sponsors. Um, we just handle all the grunt work and let everyone worry about the topics. So th this particular event that we're at right now um, sounds like it's, it's kind of like the next, uh, not generation, but like the next thing that you've come. We have the abstracts that you, abstractions that you did last year. Mm -hmm. Why, why uptime? Why did you choose that as a, as a very specific topic? Um, yeah, uh, like when we did abstractions, I thought there was a need for something that was very broad. And then um, Lost in the City was our DevOps conference. Like, because we did that event, 
people felt that like there was no DevOps conference and it was a need that needed to be filled. Um, and you know we've had them before in this city um, under the DevOps Days umbrella or uh, under some other umbrella, mm -hmm. um, but we never had our own specialized event that we kind of just did all ourselves, curated our own lineup and made our own brand around and uh, did our own special go and spy way with kind of certain emotional things that we want to do. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. So what, what kind of got you, because I know that this started a while ago, um, even before abstractions, code and supply was a thing. What, what got you started? What got you interested in kind of having this sort of community uh, support? Um, I think that I was doing this already in some capacity uh, as myself. Um, I was hosting hack nights. I was leading uh, the Ruby community here in Pittsburgh. And I realized that if I were to continue to do that as an individual, I would eventually either go broke by just by buying Jimmy John sandwiches, <laughs> or I would burn myself out. So I didn't want the community to falter just because of, um, you know, the reliance on one person. I think that a lot of times in cities that have meetups and uh, other things that uh, there's a reliance on one person to organize the event or one relationship with a company uh, to really support a community. And sometimes a company changes their technology. Sometimes a company doesn't want to spend any money in the next quarter on events. Sometimes a person moves between companies and they don't do Ruby anymore. They do, they do JavaScript. So should the entire Ruby community die because uh, someone's changed their technology? No. Um, they're all the same people that are going to these events. They all have a lot in common. So just uh, put it under one thing and cause something that's much bigger and stronger. So uh, this is my second time coming to Pittsburgh, um, sort of at Fortech Conference. Uh, well, second time ever, actually. Um, and it, I was here for DevOps Days, which I believe was two years ago. I was there as a speaker, and I think I think we actually maybe met there for that one. Just didn't realize it. Um, but there's a couple other people, Colin, Jenny, some others mm -hmm. that seem to be kind of core part of that that mm -hmm. community within a community, right? Yeah, so absolutely. like. Um, I know a lot of them worked together or still do over at IBM. Mm -hmm. um, how, how do you guys sort of maintain sort of this like grouped kind of, I don't know, system where you guys kind of just keep this whole thing moving together? It seems like you're all very passionate about it. We just saw Colin talking about the scholarship fund. Um, how do you guys kind of keep that motivation going internally to, to make sure that you keep the, the community going? I think um, that's, uh, I think that Code Supply is the thing that has held that together because for a long time IBM was the very crucial key to the technology scene here in Pittsburgh and it was actually from a startup that was bought by IBM, like just these people that were in this office that all were all valued community um, and now there's less of those people there, a lot of them have moved on to other places. Um, and even Colin, who's a core member of Code and Spy's, you know, uh, operation, is has moved on from IBM. So uh, we don't have that same relationship with IBM itself. Mm -hmm. um, but we do still have, you know, friends there that help us with this community stuff. So 
uniting factors now no longer specific companies that are doing this but the code and supply group the organization that, uh, around just around the concept of community okay so I'm I'm curious because you know having having you know coming from a small town so similar to Rust Belltown very similar to Pittsburgh, I know that we're not we're not in the Silicon Valley we're not in New York City, yet I've been here a few times for for your events and it seems like there's actually like a huge tech community here in Pittsburgh. Have you seen kind of more? I don't want to use the term buy-in, but kind of more recognition from companies or or even. You've cast a light on some companies that you wouldn't expect to be wanting to be involved in the tech community because they're not strictly speaking tech, but they do have technology as part of their core interest. I would say that um, the companies in the city, uh, sometimes yes, sometimes I'm also surprised by how uninvolved companies will be and how insular they can be. Like once someone is inside of a building, they don't talk to anyone outside of the building like there's companies that are huge here that do technology that I've never met a single right. person from even running all these community events um, and uh, there's also companies that are really small that you never would hear about if it wasn't for their participation in the community um, so I think that's incredibly important um, like anytime that a company has a chance to get involved um, through sponsorship or through sending people to speak. Um, that's like, I've heard of so many companies that I never would have even thought to find. So, um, and they're right in our backyard. Um, one of the things that, uh, when I was starting Code and Spy and said like, uh, we're at 800 members or whatever. And my friend was like, oh, when do you think you'll get, uh, or you'll, you'll never get to like 1,500 because I don't think there's 1,500 developers in Pittsburgh. And then, I you know, I mean, we've hit that and uh, we're now at like almost 4,000 members in our community. Yeah, so wow. um, there's a lot of untapped community, which is really fascinating. Like there's people that are working for big companies that are passionate about things. And even if their company doesn't buy in, they buy in. And they might get someone in their office office excited about something. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of dynamics there to discoverability of pockets of the community and buy-in. So yeah. so one of the things that I appreciated, um, you know, as as a speaker, but also as a uh, vendor, Victorops being one of the sponsors, is that the communication to me coming, you know, as a speaker of here's where we need what we need from you, here's where you should stay hotel wise. All that stuff came in very, um, almost like like it was scripted out in a very specific cadence. Like like you had you know a, a playbook of well, three weeks out, I want to send them this information. Is that is that something you guys focus on, or something you focus on, or is that, are you just kind of going off the cuff? Once I mean, stuff? I'm really glad it felt that way because <laughs> it was very um, not that way. Okay. Like that's my eventual goal is to basically have a conference button that I hit, mm -hmm. and then like it knows like. All right. Enter this person as a speaker. They get this email on this date um, before the conference, and they get this email on this date before the conference. Um, but I, I do a lot of really late, last-minute planning, and I think it that's a good thing in some ways because it leads to a lot of serendipity and like fantastic moments that um, are born out of necessity and out of just like 
I never would have thought of that until like I was really like I dwell on things and then I think about what it should be and then I get a good result because I've thought about it for so long mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah I, I'm glad it seemed that way uh, most of that I think is mo me being very particular yeah because I understand that um, what it takes to make a quality event um, I don't want people to pay money for a ticket and then feel like they didn't get value out of it or I don't want a sponsor to come to an event and feel like you know they're not getting their money's worth out of sponsorship yeah. so um, you know I want to make sure the events are really high quality um, and that involves like especially with speakers is communicating a lot to make sure um, you know they know screen sizes and can optimize everything mm -hmm. um, but you know I pick people for these curated conferences based on um, them being particularly awesome people and particularly awesome people are particularly busy so I know that I break up these emails into small chunks that someone that you know is the CTO of like a giant company can just say yes yeah. or can say okay here's here's my flight information or mm -hmm. something like that yeah I think that's a good point I mean PJ and I do this often enough that I honestly don't need to hear from the organizers at all other than have I been accepted and, and what day am I day and time am I speaking and I kind of just take care of the rest but I think it goes a long way especially for the vendor side to know you know here's the location here's where you should send your stuff and here's expectations around you know do you have time on stage to do a, some, some sort of vendor pitch and those things those types of things really really nice because you know again if I put on my vendor hat it's it's sometimes you, you don't know who's gonna go and represent your company at those things and you don't know how uh, how well versed they are in these conferences do they even know what you know how these things work and what's expected so kudos to you and the team for uh, making it very clear um, you know whether you're an attendee or speaker um, or a vendor and I'm assuming the same for like volunteers and all that um, it seemed like it was all very well organized and communicated so great job and maybe I'll just take those uptime emails and turn those into the templates. That, it, it felt like that, <laughs> that was definitely were yeah. good to go. Yeah, yeah, I think you should. And let us know if you want to. You're going to write open, you know, open source some sort of system yeah. that automates that. Yeah, I think. Just conference button. A lot of us would love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely very interesting. What What would you What would you say to someone who is maybe in a similar situation to where you were a few years ago, where they're concerned that their their tech culture or their their meetup culture is going to go away? What if what if someone wanted to duplicate something like what Code and Supply is doing? Is there you know advice you could give or, or some sort of path? You know, I mean, one of the things is that I work I work a lot on it. Um, even when I had a full time job, I was doing twenty hours a week worth of Code and Supply preparation and organization and marketing and whatever I could to make it a real thing. Um, so it takes a lot of work for, for one. So I don't think that um, anyone should go at it and just you know be lazy about it and think it's just going to happen if they create a name. Um, uh, they need to actually like care about bringing a large group of people together in the most welcoming way possible. Um, and uh, I do that you know being by being very inclusive. Uh, because if you are uh, welcoming to someone that is regularly not, you know, felt that they are welcome, uh, that means you're going to be welcoming to a lot of people. So um, being very inclusive and making sure you're, um, 
writing things in the right way that everyone feels connected to it in some way and it's you're a part of something big um i try to have our events they're not just a presentation like i get up there and i start the event and i say um what's going on in the community i talk about what coinspy is doing as an organization and then uh i start the event and it's all well branded and um there's like a specific set of list of things every time that people can expect and they feel like they're at something more significant than just a simple talk like that could go well or could go poorly so you know they feel like they're part of something bigger how, how do you know it seems like on a micro level like all of these events that you put on sound very um, successful and people you know a lot of good feedback but how do you what's success look like for you and, and how do you sort of like use that to up it you know for the next event or you know maybe five years from now you talked about how you grew from you know 800 members <coughs> to now over 4,000 where do you like see this going in five years and how do you sort of define what the markers are I feel like that's there? an interview question so where do you see yourself in five years <laughs> uh, so I certainly don't measure myself by those numbers of like um, membership on like that 4,000 numbers are meetup meet membership uh, I don't. I don't really me measure myself by that too often. Um, it's nice to look back at, but setting that as a goal has never been a thing I do. Um, just because um, I, I feel like it's it's easy to commit to that. It's easy to just click a join button and be part of something. Um, but what I really kind of define success as is just regular participation by people in this community because they want to be a part of it. Um, there's a lot of people that will drop in for an event, um, hope to get a job or hope to find some cheap developer work and not really be a part of the community. Mm -hmm. um, but getting people and creating real authentic relationships between people that are interested in software and um, making their lives better is how I really measure it. Um, getting people better jobs, um, getting people that aren't into software a better, or into software so they can have a better life, um, and just improving everyone's life, life in some way. Um, and then the more, you know, uh, straightforward goal I, and uh, ideal would be to make it so that Coinsplies as an organization can be the only thing that I do so finding a way that I can repeat these conferences and, you know, make it give me a salary just to run community mm -hmm. like I'd like to do. So Yeah. Um Do you see this do you see this expanding outside of the Pittsburgh metro area <clears throat> into uh, I don't I don't think particularly. Um part of what we've always been about is um introducing people to our city. Um, bringing people f that wouldn't necessarily come here for an event to come here. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we've got the facilities to do, you know, a lot what, with of what we can do. Um, sometimes struggle to get local sponsorship dollars. Um, throughout time, we went out of town a lot, which mm -hmm. uh, is good because we want to develop those relationships with good companies. Um, that's probably the biggest limitation to being in Pittsburgh. For these types of things is doing 
large-scale events like uptime and abstractions and finding the money for it. Um, there's enough people to do things. Um, and we have you know, a good convention center that I can grow abstractions to maybe 3,000 if I wanted to. So I, I can keep growing for a little bit there. And I don't know, maybe someday there would be like an abstractions west or something or euro abstractions or something like that um but i think that code supplies home will always be pittsburgh and the majority of what we do will always be focused on that so good interesting uh i think that's all the questions i have i know we don't want to keep you tuned because we, we're justin is still legitimately running the conference <laughs> right now like we grabbed him for as long as we could um, so usually we close, we do uh, a little bit of closing notes, uh, kind of things to look out for that maybe have nothing to do with the community or what we're talking about or tools or anything like that. So um, if you have something like that, you know, I'll, I'll go first so you get kind of an idea. Um, and it's, it, you know, as usual. Yeah. Or you could do, if you've got any last words of advice for somebody who maybe yeah. wants to put on an event like this or, or sort of follow in your footsteps. Type or also of. maybe what the next event's going to be. Yeah, well, whatever you'd like to talk about. Um, what the next event's going to be, um, I have proposals to do an abstractions to that I'm not super happy about the dates, so we'll see if it happens. But i got to decide within the next month or so. So, <laughs> um, you know, by the time, maybe by the time you edit this, I'll have to have a decision. So, <laughs> um, uh, maybe, maybe that will be uh, announceable. Um, but, you know, uh, if anyone else wanted to do something like this, um, I think that, you know, you got to surround yourself with reliable people, um, know the battles to pick, um, care about the quality, and don't let people waste your time. That's an important one, because there's a lot of people that want to, uh, air quotes, be involved with the community oh. that don't want to commit. So, mm -hmm. you know, learn to... Um, not waste your time on those and focus on the important things um, because that's when you can really uh, do something well. Very cool. You got yeah. any checkouts? Or? So yeah, checkouts. Uh, so I didn't have one until this morning actually. Um, and as usual, my checkout is about a band. Uh, <laughs> a band that I loved in the 90s. They only ever made two albums. The band's called Quicksand. Uh, kind of post-hardcore from New York City. And I just found out this morning that they have they've signed it a deal with Epitaph Records. They're coming out with a new album for the first time in 20 years, 25 years. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. So I know that the first track's already on Spotify, so you can check that out. Cool. Well, I'll say for sure, let's check out Code and Supply, the codeandsupply.com. .co. .co. Although .com probably redirects. Okay. I think it does. I think I... So, so check out the site yeah. and learn more about what's going on here. Uh, hop on Twitter and just check out the hashtag UptimeConf. You'll see a lot of great content. There's been great some pictures. awesome speakers, yeah, yeah great, great photos, uh, quotes. I mean, it's just a, sort of a play-by-play -play of exactly all you know the highlights yeah. of what's been going on. So for those people listening to this, you'll find out what you missed. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Twitter stream's been great. Um, on a personal note, um, let's see. I've been so busy lately, I haven't really come up with anything new to, to sort of share with you. Wrote, you wrote a book. Oh, I did write a book. I guess I could share about that. Um, so yeah, I finished a book uh, with O'Reilly on post-incident reviews, so aka post-mortems, um, and you can get that at uh, bit.ly slash uh, PIR, it was a capital PIR underscore book, um, 
And uh, yeah, other than that, another book I'm reading actually is uh, We Are Legion, We Are Bob, which I, uh, okay. it's, I think it's been out for a little while, but somebody shared this with me. It's kind of a fun sci-fi book, and I haven't read something like that in a long time. It was really good to just like disconnect um, with, you know, I typically read like business-minded books and things about uptime and, you know, stuff like that. So but I was, especially after just writing a book, I think it's good to, to was, maybe delve into fiction and fantasy yeah, for a little bit. I was totally tapped out. Thankfully, right when I got done with the book, I, I got to go on a little bit of a break to the Telluride Bluegrass Festival and listening to bluegrass and list, and, uh, and reading uh, this book, We Are Legion, We Are Bob. So it's, I recommend it for sure, especially if you like kind of cheesy sci-fi fantasy and stuff. So. Do you have anything not, not code and supply, not uptime related? Um... I'll, I'll do one shameless pitch, and then I'll do one thing that's shameful. shameful. <laughs> um, well, I guess this is shameful. Uh, the scholarship fund, which we didn't really talk about, uh, is at codensply.fund. Uh, so I think that's important to pitch in this kind of moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, when I was trying to think of things that um, have been getting my attention lately, I thought about like what I'm going to do this weekend after the conference, and I'm probably just gonna play Sonic Mania on uh, on Switch because you know it's like because you've earned it. Classic Sonic the Hedgehog, and I'm just super happy that's good. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's been fun for me lately. Very awesome. Cool. Well, Very congratulations cool. on on an awesome event. Um, I look forward to having you know coming back next year and uh, being part of it again. So absolutely, next yeah. year we'll do a karaoke party. Yes, yeah, has to happen. We'll have the time to actually do it. <laughs> yeah. To actually plan. It. All right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us uh, in another episode of the Community Pulse. We've got Justin Reese from Code and Supply, and also Uptime Comp, and uh, of course PJ. Um, I'm at Jason Hand on Twitter. Like I said earlier, follow us uh, at Community underscore Pulse, and um, I guess we'll talk to you next time. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody.